Hello, welcome to the Free and the Fool podcast, the podcast where three friends wear their jeans and professional footballers dashed away as children. And when a breath was confined to a wheelchair, the other two discover food have their say on the Premier League. not here. Darren's not here. It's a bad remix. It's the best remix. You know why it's the best remix? Because Darren is not here. Screw yourself, innit? Yeah, uh, you, our podcast. Uh, Darren's not I mean, here before. Again. Before we're online, yeah, it's just like kind of deeps to win it. So, oh, you feel salty? Yeah, a little bit. A little so bit. being salty, man. But it's alright. Let's, let's do this thing and then. Let's yeah, do it. Let's do this thing and then. Three minutes for podcast. Yeah. Uh, Substitute bench. No, can't because he got red carded again. How many times has he? We should actually no, just start red carding no, him. He's not in the squad anymore. He's not squad. He's just not in the squad. Cool, cool. Let's call him Schneiderlin. All right, we're going. What are we doing? Four, four, two, diamond. New name of the podcast? Podcast? Uh, no, because that's still four people. Let's just go four, four, two. We could be the two up front now. Two up front. There we go. There you go. Two, two up front. front. There you go. Four, four, two. Like Leicester. Like, come on. Yeah. Let's go Bill Bow or something. Fuck Leicester. Bill Bow. Bill Bow. This Premier League podcast. We've got to got keep it real. got to keep it true, my but friend. But Ballon d'Or. We'll get Vardy. to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Mm, yeah, go on. Of course, this is the Premier League podcast. Number one Premier League podcast in my kitchen. No? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> All right, let's get to it then. Uh, where should we start? Where shall we start? Saturday the 22nd, match day nine. Bournemouth nil, Tottenham nil. I wasted my time. You wasted? That was a good game. I didn't enjoy it. It was end-to-end stuff. It, scintillating. Whoa, whoa. It was scintillating. Oh. Eddie Al proving his credentials. Uh, it's attacking both well, both teams were going for it I wouldn't say Bournemouth parked the bus in any, any no, 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 no no one parked the bus but no the quality one, at the end of, of, yeah, of no each team no, no one's creating chances yeah. enough to and that's that's poor for me at the end of the day you can go back and forth in between midfield but if you're not creating anything of stature for me to say whoa that was close or for anyone else watching saying whoa that was close or maybe this team deserves to score there blah blah it just it, okay maybe being calling a poor game is over it the wasn't top, a poor game but there's nothing substantial that happened to for other teams to say we deserve three points one sharing the, the points was the fair result mm. um, Spurs lacks that edge I don't know I think Son's tired I think Son needs a rest because oh, get, get off man no 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 only because only because he's I'm thinking in the sense of obviously he's played a lot of games for them already obviously like, I mean, start of the season you have to be fit your striker yeah. your player but also the travel of where he plays for his country it's a depending factor for me. Oh. Also, Vincent Janssen needs to step up, and if he's going to step up, he needs to start yeah. games more often, especially with your your main striker out. Harry Kane's coming back now, but he's not fit, so you have to start your striker. And Vincent Janssen hasn't scored any goals yet, so I find it that is, you know, if you're going to give someone a chance, you have to give it to him. Well, you say he hasn't scored, yeah, but he just hinted hinted on it there. He just hasn't been given the chance. Maybe if he started for yeah, he started and then played at least seventy five minutes a game, maybe he popped one in. Yeah, I mean, he started one or two games. And then um, there was one game. I think the first game of the season actually for them when he had a one on one and he he messed it up. Him and oh, it's the first game or second game. And then yeah, he skied it, didn't he? Something yeah, like that, yeah. In that same weekend, um, Caleri missed the easy chance at the end of the game. Yeah, for West Ham. Yeah. So um, you have those two um, factors there that he should play, and when he plays, he should be taking his chances mm. as a striker. But um, I just feel like I didn't feel it was playing someone was the right decision to play up front. I thought 
Yasin yeah, actually would have given them more trouble than I, I actually thought. Um, mm. But no, it was, it was, it was fair. Um, it was good to see Wilshere finally finish 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Finally. So no, that's the thing though. He's, he's, he's not going all in. He's not losing his head at, at key moments. He can't. He knows his limitations. So he can still play his style, but just not as aggressive as he was before, mm. which is okay. He's a technical footballer at the end of the day. That's what he's good at. So try and stick to that rather than trying to roughhouse footballers. That's not going to help you or anything. Um, so, but yeah, fair fair result, man. Fair result. Fair result, nil-nil. Bournemouth, it's fair to say that they'll survive this year. They're, Nothing they're, special they're okay. though, right? They're okay. They've they've signed players well. They're going forward, they're actually very good. Um, obviously, last week we said the goals they scored against Hull were quite simple. But at the same time... Got to put those in. Scoring the goals at the end of the day. Yeah. Great deliveries, uh, great free kick from um, whoever took the, who was it to the free kick. I can't remember now. It's last week, isn't it? But um, <laughs> at the end of the day, they deserved their win because they were exceptional and they were clinical. This week, they didn't make the chances to become clinical, but they faced a much better opponent. Mm. So, yeah, fair result for me, man. Um, they'll be okay. Seasons off. They'll be okay. Spurs felt a. They'll be fine. Take their chance. No, yeah, they'll be fine. Let me say. Here's the thing. I was about to segue, my friend. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, you just want to jump the gun because you want to talk about Spurs. Oh, yeah. All right, go on. No, I like them. Um, I was just going to say the title, in my opinion, I'm going to put it out now. I know it's early. I know it's early, but in my opinion, the title is going to a London club. It's either going to be one of the two from North or one from West. That's what I can say on that matter. Okay. There you go. Let's get to another North London team. I'll just make. Made a segue up on the fly right there. Your, your gooners. We are gooners. Not a good result. Nil nil. Middles were pretty much. It didn't surprise me. It surprised the hell out of me. They pretty much they, they dominated us. Yeah. Arsenal, I'd say. Is and it, they were they were fairly unlucky to um to to, to get not to get three points. Yeah. Check really saved Arsenal's bacon. That's where you pay the money. That's where you have world class goalkeepers, Michael. Yeah. Well. This is the thing about Arsenal. We we've said this for a long time. We say we say it time after time. There's gonna be a time, time when they after no, time. Don't, don't, don't do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, no. The, you're watching Arsenal this season, and after they lost to Liverpool and then start hitting the run, all you could think your head is at some point it's gonna come crashing down. This is it's not a disastrous result. No, no, it's not like they got slapped. But at the end of the day, concerning your recent form and then the fact that you put in six. Versus against Ludogorets, I think they came to this game quite relaxed. Not to say that they underestimated Middlesbrough because Middlesbrough are a good side. No, you can definitely say, you can definitely hint of, of under, yeah, like, underestimation. It, it looks like the, the Middlesbrough are a uh, newly promoted team. Newly promoted team, and so, yeah, they they may have thought that they could easily walk over. Yeah, that means but it's, it's just, as you say, Michael, Premier League is a different beast. There you go. It was it was quite a shame because what Middlesbrough did was. They defended well, but they also went forward well. They were, they were playing not completely counter-attacking, mm. but when they were able to control the game, they made sure to control the game. Arsenal looked uncomfortable, and it was just like... This is the thing we also say. A lot of players go missing. For me, and I'm going to go on, Kosh- on Koshoni here a little bit. Just Uh-oh. I understand. The thing is, when people talk about Koshoni and talk about why you rate him or why they want to rate him is because they mention him having great performances against these top strikers that he's played in the past against top teams my issue is when it comes to the smaller teams where are you <laughs> because I go back to last season against West Ham his, his whole performance in that game made me sick and you know how much I hate shocking defending 
because for me it, it looks like he's, like he's a cowardly defender and no one's asking you to do a John Terry and throw your body everywhere and put your head on the ground and but there's a level of defending you have to do and the main thing you do is facing up to the, the challenge is that the same thing as a, a, a forward if a forward is going to attack the, the worst thing you can do is try and turn away from the defender and try and back into him and try and find a way because that's not going to work mm. you need to approach him and try and beat him if you're going to beat him off the dribble so as a defender you need to be able to face this player as well and say come at me I'm going to make sure you can't beat me he didn't do that and in this game not only do you, was he not doing that he looked very uneasy he was making silly mistakes um, like the one that check saved him from that big save for them mm. things like that Mustafi positioned you unaware um and it, it it makes me think these are the same issues that I, so I, I rated Vermaelen highly I think Vermaelen was awesome but he also had these issues that Mustafi had and that's not to say Mustafi can't iron them out but if Vermaelen didn't iron them out whilst it's at Arsenal what are you going to do with Mustafi mm. because if you're going to do the same thing Koscielny at times is positionally shocking mm. he goes missing at some point and he also does this thing where he rushes into some challenges and leaves an open gap and it's only going to be you and if you're not there your team's in trouble if it wasn't for check you would have lost this game and now the next question is whoever faces Arsenal will look at that and say surely we can beat this team if we can get at them if we can get yeah, yeah. because and that's it for a lot of teams this season I mean look at City for example if you want to do a comparison the teams are starting to get at them now they mm-hmm. haven't won in the last five mm. so it can be done so we'll get to them you can gloat in no no, no I'm not gloating I'm, I'm just joking. yeah but you know it's just you have to approach these things the right way and that's the job of the coach I don't think the coach is doing the right things with these players because Sheldon is 30 is now we're talking about him getting better I, well, he's good, <laughs> I, mean, I mean he was good before but now he's getting better Yeah. the same thing with Walcott Walcott's 28 now he's getting better it should be now he's in his peak doing he's in the his bits yeah, absolutely. and yeah he's performed recently went missing Ozil went missing Sanchez this is my problem with the Sanchez thing as well <laughs> you play him up front that's fine because he's done yeah. well you need a plan B. A lot of teams this season don't have a plan B. Mm. You're facing a team that's good in the air, that's handled your challenge comfortably. So what do you do? You've got Giroud there. He's different. Giroud's injured. Okay, but... I'm, like, I mean, Perez not, is there. Perez is there, but yeah. they bought on Perez, but they still play the same system. Mm. Perez isn't tiny. That's not saying you should now loop balls up like he's Fellaini. What I'm saying is present a different challenge. Put Alexis on the left and have, have him whip balls in. Yeah. Here's the thing with Perez though, like, we saw it in his first game when he when he when he came to uh, Arsenal. Yeah, he's not he's not your your, your out and out striker per se. He he likes to drift in. He likes to drift wide as well. So whether I don't think he, in terms right now, I don't think he, any he offers much difference to I the system we're currently playing. I think it's instruction. And the reason, I think it's natural natural instinct. The, re- the reason I say that is because the reason he was bought was because of his goal tally last season for a team that wasn't great. Yeah. And what if you watched those videos in that in those goals he stayed central, mm. and in other games when he didn't score he was told to drift that wide because he was naturally a right winger before he became a striker. Mm. You can't expect the guy to stay central or when there's no width being out there. That's the thing about players. If you don't think with common sense, sometimes. <laughs> he'll look at the right and think I have to be there then because yeah. that's where they're playing it down no stick to where you need to be and then try and make enough trouble for mm. the defender so if you beat the defender because he's quick you can play a ball to him mm. but 
for again, I don't even think he's a striker that Arsenal need because you said no to Vardy. I mean, Vardy said no to you, but I don't think Vardy would have worked because you don't play style. Yeah. The man said it himself. I didn't join because I need balls put over the top so I can run onto it and hit into the back of the net. This guy is a pacey striker and on most of his goals, I say 90% of his goals are him receiving through balls and sprinting onto the ball. Same thing Ozil did with Ronaldo. So why not employ Ozil into that role? Mm. But it doesn't seem like they're letting that happen. So I mean, for me, it's instruction. But it's not a disaster. It's only one game. If you go and win the next 10, then it's back to normal service. But if you now go and start dropping silly points, again, you're just going to be how many years in a row mm. now? You can't keep doing the same thing. Whispers of Karanka maybe getting sacked. Yeah. If they sack sort of prevailed for, for the entire season right now. I mean, so far, yeah. I don't know what what they, has he got to do? I don't know what they expect. At the end of the day, the team is early in the season, mm-hmm. so they're not going to be too far up from maybe a European spot in terms of points, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be too far down from a relegation spot. By the end of the day, if you let him control the team that he's built, then the team will work under him. And if they don't work out, at some point you look at it and you think, no, nah, this is going too far, then you can sack him. But it's October. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. You're not on the level of a Sunderland who's only got two points from a possible... What's my math? 27 points. That's, that's, that is shocking. <laughs> that is shocking. They haven't won a game this season. But you guys are in a decent spot. So let the manager do his job because this is a great result he had. Mm-hmm. In previous few games, he hasn't had the best of runs of results, but they're not in trouble. To shout you're in trouble now is too early. If you've got two points out of 27, that's trouble. Yeah. But he's fine. So let him do his job and be okay. Let him do his job and they will be okay. Well, from one promoted team to the next... Burnley 2, Everton 1. Told you, by the way. You did. I told you. You did tell us. I told you. But I don't think you quite... Ex- nobody... I don't think you, you, you foresaw I defensive calamities oh, that well, yeah. actually happened during I, this game. The, the defensive calamities I didn't expect. But I knew Everton could, would lose this game. Because this... I mean, I don't want to be saying, oh, yeah, it's typical Everton. and this, But that is typical Everton. That's, that's They've been so inconsistent. <laughs> For a long time, but new manager Michael, man, doesn't matter. New direction, new new chairman, new manager, new direction. Still, kind of the same team. Yeah, and you have to iron out the nonsense before your team progresses. What I saw was a team that actually attacked very well. Everton had a lot of chances, and to be fair, Burnley defended exceptionally well. Mm. There was one chance I can't remember who cleared it. I think his name is Kingos. I can't remember who it was in the defense, but a ball was played across and essentially it was going into the path of Lukaku you always going to tap it in and the defender managed to get a touch onto it and get away from him oh you're talking about Keane Keane that's yeah. the, sorry Michael Keane and then also a ball over the top that was going towards him to just nod in and the keeper Tom Heaton who yeah, yeah, yeah. had a great season mm. knocked it away from him chances like that were going away at the same time on Lukaku I've given you criticism you've been okay so far this season you're the striker don't let Bolasi take the ball off you like that ever again devil's advocate he scored though no he scored and it's great but you're the man <laughs> you know what I mean so obviously obviously it worked out well so you know that's good for them even though you yeah. lost but it's good for it's good for well, him and he got his first goal I felt it the exact same way when, when I saw him take it I was like seriously essentially you, you had control you were in full control of the yeah, ball and he yeah. pushed you off there and I said, thought for, for that move to work I fully expected Belassi to go out wide Lukaku to play into palm it into his path and then maybe do something with it and then he crosses it back into Lukaku who and taps maybe, it in yeah. But he just stole he just, it he from just him. Pushed him out of the way, and Lukaku like, okay, there you go. I was just like, you're the striker. You're supposed to be the selfish one on the pitch. Don't mm. let that happen. That being said, it worked out for them. Mm. But 
the second goal, see the thing, they got the second goal, I, I don't want to blame the defense too much because the shot was, that hit the crossbar first was great. Yeah. That being said, but they were all, they were all ball watching. Ball watching, exactly. In that moment as well, when the ball was in that area before it got hit onto the crossbar, you're ball watching and you're not doing enough to win the ball back. You're in trouble. It's not yet a minute. They're playing a long ball and you need to clear it in. That's inst- clear it out. That's instinct. Mm. And then, um, I also think the defenders don't try and visualize the next picture because it's like they saw the they saw the shot and they're supposed to stand there and see if he hits the crossbar or not. Mm. Hit the crossbar, and it still didn't move mm. because when um, Arfield shot and he went in, there was no bodies. He shot the ball through. It just went straight through the box, but there was no defensive bodies in there. Mm. If you don't cover that area, maybe someone could have been there to block it. So these are things you have to iron up because I don't feel Lukaku does enough as a striker to help protect the midfield, which has the midfield protect the back four of staying in your position. Mm. Um, as a striker that does, I know we'll, we'll get to that game later on, but as a striker, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to praise for that later on. <laughs> if you don't cover those areas as a striker and help the midfield so that those guys can stay in position and the defenders can stay in position, players have to come out. And the thing is, you've got players like Barkley who is not the most defensive he's not learning that but if you let him stick there at least he's covering an area it covers that position so if you're not working as a unit from the front you're not going to be great at the back and I don't feel that's what I don't feel they're doing enough of that they were sleeping but it is what it is it is what it is you know what I just put money on that next time by the way I you should do. lose I keep doing this you keep on like what was it, what was it before um, is it Chelsea no City yeah Tottenham Tottenham City Tottenham City that was you yeah, so boy, boy I need to stop putting Mystic money Michael, yeah? Yeah, let's go for that. There you go, Mystic Michael. Yeah. Uh, can you foresee the next manager being set? Because I can. It's going to be Mike Phelan. Christ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lo- his team lost uh, 2 0. Uh, Stoke beat him. I mean, to be fair, Shakiri's goals were beautiful. They were bangers. Yeah. But still, you're home, you know? Yeah. The problem I had with Shakiri's goal, the first one, only is the fact that. The, the attempt to close down looked pathetic mm. it was like they they stood there side by side essentially thinking when you're going to shoot the thing is I always say there's no need to rush into the player because mm. the player's approaching you at this moment in time Shaquille wasn't approaching you he was going across you and when the player's going across you the best thing you have to do is make sort of a diagonal run as you're approaching that area they're getting to so that you can close something down and if they have to turn they have to use their body to turn by that time you in your mind thinking the way I position myself if he turns I can tackle him mm. they weren't doing that and it made it easy for him to get that time to produce that ridiculous effort <laughs> and credit to him because that goal was wow like that wow like I couldn't believe it like can't get the words out yeah like, <laughs> the way he hit the ball the target everything but we know Shakira is capable of that kind of thing mm. and that's why you have to know your danger man you can't just watch him and say oh he's not in the box so you know let's see I mean here's the thing with Shakira like well, you all know he's capable of that, but it's whether he's consistently delivering, and he, and he doesn't, and that's why Stoke are currently in the position that they well, are. What I think is is honestly, I don't think he wants to be at that club. Then why go? Because at the time, at the time, he said. Because the thing is, as much as we criticize Mark Hughes, yeah, Mark Hughes's name is still a big name abroad as well as here. I get that. Yeah. So when he heard his name, he probably thought, okay, this guy has reputation. Let me talk to him. And Mark Hughes sold. The whole thing of look, we got Bo, we got Bojan here, we mm. got Arnautovic. These are players that we want to change the style and get into Europe. And he thought, I'll be the centerpiece of that. Yeah. Why not 
go out there and prove myself and then bring that team to you so I can be the man. Because mm. essentially, Shakiri at every club he's been to has not been the man. Bayern, not the man. Um, Inter Milan. I don't think it was the man. I don't think... I mean... I mean, he, he, he's... Um, his tenure, there, not tenure, yeah, his time there kind of coincided with their downfall as well, so... Yeah. So that, that was not a great time for him, man. If no. they if they cre- uh, credit him as the man, that was not the best time mm. for them. So he they won't count him as a success. Mm. This is his chance to do so, but he's been injured quite a bit. He's been this and that and the other. At the end of the day, he's a quality footballer, and he's proven that. But I honestly think he knows that he. Well, he knows already. He does know, but where's he going to go? That's the question. I don't know. I don't see any big team coming after him. Yeah, I never do why. But I also do see a team fighting for Europe going after him. Whether that's in this country or not, I don't know. Mm. My next move, I think, for him will probably be Spain. One place for him to go and play that he hasn't played yet. Maybe but France. For, I'd say Monaco. Maybe France. Monaco yeah. would be a good team for him to join. I don't know. But I honestly maybe don't... Maybe Lens. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, because you're in their form at the moment. Or Nice with Balotelli. Oh, no, that's what I was talking about. Lens, yeah. no, yeah. Nice. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, with their form at the moment. Yeah, but... Um, no, I do. I, I, he's a good player, and I think he'll do well for Stoke as usual. I just yeah. think we're gonna see him leave at the end of the season. Where to? I don't know, but I don't think he's too happy there. Not too happy. That free kick was pretty, 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 sh- pretty nice. Yeah, and um, Feden also. They haven't got the resources, or the the, the owners not giving them him the resources to go and buy these players that he would probably want to buy. I mean, the thing we can easily say that that transfer window wasn't his. Whether he'll reinforce in January, that's a different question. Whether he'll have the funds to reinforce in January, that's another question. Absolutely, yeah. But he honestly, he got he got those wins on goodwill and a prayer, because from what he's showing us, he's he's not that good. They they worked hard for those those results, and then they they just about lost to United, Mm. and you thought that's like a great defensive performance. But then ever since then, they just crumbled. I mean, the six one against Bournemouth. You can lose, but it's the way you lose. And the way they... The defending was just... Mm. You wouldn't see that... Especially to a team that you, you consider to be your rival for survival. Exactly. I mean... That rhymes, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, it did, yeah. Like, it was... It was just... I don't even want to call it schoolboy because there's some schoolboys that can actually defend. That was... Sh- <laughs> it was shocking. You're watching it and you're just like, these are really, really basic errors you're making. Not even... Like, um an error that is possible to make like, these are simple things that you should be ironing out of your game at mm. this time and ever since then they've just been poor so right now I think he has to look at it and just say do, how do I arrest the slump because not only do I not have a big squad I always have to put players in positions where they don't play do I get the money to spend do I have to go into the youth Yeah, I don't know but I mean how are struggling big time how are struggling you say uh, I don't. he doesn't have the players to fit in the positions that they they are uh, some of them. Th- there's some of them that yeah. they they actually play, but players are coming back now, so that excuse so is, they, is so wavering. Yeah, so the excuse has, is going to go as if yeah. well, as soon as he gets everyone back, that excuse is out the window. It's now mm. free time for your team to perform. But right now, they're not going to win every game. They're going to lose some games, obviously. But you'd expect them to to nick a few points here and there, especially yeah. at home games. Though that's the, that's thing. the thing. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna win, at least get the draw. That's the thing because most of the teams in this and co- they just collapsed in this country. The home has to be the fortress. Mm-hmm. But if you're not gaining those points at home, where are you gonna gain them from? Mm. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with him. But I hope he, I hope he does okay. 
personally from a uh, you know from a United perspective, perspective yeah. but at the same time you know if you don't do what you have to get sacked don't you so yep there you go and the owners are a bit so owners a bit dodgy mm. you know this is a bit dodgy what? no idea Leicester free actually no fuck it Pardew's a bit dodgy and his defence is a bit dodgy because they lost 3-1 I'm going to I'm gonna get on him I, I don't like what he said at his interview after the game post-match see what he said um you know I think we did okay today but you know <laughs> when you play a team of their power and their pace coming at you they, they will find ways to tell you apart blah, blah, blah. I was like no look at the way your team defended and criticise it no one's going to I'm not telling you to go out there and shout at them and be like oh yo rubbish da, 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 what was that but if you don't offer that constructive criticism and you go to them and say oh you know we did okay today we just unlucky you lost 3-1 you conceded 3 goals for a reason it's not like you had three bogus penalty decisions given against you and they scored all three for them. They were poor. Absolutely. Blunt again, to play devil's advocate here, we live in a time of immense egos and the team that he has there, they're not A-stars or, or, or part of the A-League a, a or A-team, but they certainly are stars in their own right. Mandanda, Benteke, Benteke uh, Town, Kabai, Townsend, Zaha, all these players can play for better teams and they know that so he has a tough job at managing egos as well as telling them off for, the thing, for ter- terrible defence the thing is I don't think these guys have the biggest egos I think, I think they do I think well, maybe they do I don't know but I mean for me what I think the biggest issue is at the end of the day he treats them you know he protects them too much mm. in my opinion you know I'm not I'm not one for going out there and criticising footballers in public but I also think he goes to the dressing room and still says that was okay <laughs> and that's not good enough if your team's losing consistently you need to change it up mm. and I don't feel he does enough to do that I think he looked at the game and thought you know we hit the bar earlier in the game and then they scored this down you didn't do much after that um, and on that Leicester so defensively this season they've been a bit poor but from set pieces especially mm. from open play I think they've been okay and Okazaki playing surprised me over Vardy because I know they love Vardy there but I mean Vardy they're kind of saving him for Champions League nights yeah. Okazaki offers more of a defensive and mindset that's, and, and that's where he was good because yeah. he was not running after every player doesn't need to do that but he was sitting in positions where he felt okay if I sit here you have very limited options of what to do there was one moment where he was pretty much near the D, mm. not too close to, to the D of the box. And um, Kabaye had the ball out wide. And because he saw where the guy was, he was like, you know, if I try and pass there or there, he couldn't accept it. He was mm. he was unsure. And he just tried to play a long diagonal ball and they lost the ball. But that's what I was talking about. When your striker is able to do something like that, your midfielders and your defenders do not sweat. Mm, exactly, yeah. Because, like... That's what Pep was doing at Barca, for an example. Like he wants players to do high pressure, but if they don't win the ball back in six six seconds, like he always says, you guys need to drop back into these areas because if that's why they, like he had Iniesta, these guys win the ball at the halfway line instead of further back because if you close these gaps and you stick to your positions well, these guys don't need to stress behind you and you'd be okay. Yeah. That's why he's told Henri. Henri says all the time when he first came to the country that um, Pep told me stay on the left do not move you'll know when the perfect time to move is do not drift from there mm. because you're making it tough for the defensive to freaking out when he's going to move Yeah. and from an attacking and a defensive viewpoint if your team loses the ball you're out wide there to close that op- that opportunity of going out wide therefore they feel we'll have to go central and if there's enough cover in the middle they're lost and 
I don't feel other teams do that and I feel that's what Okazaki does and I feel um, Ranieri saw that and said you know what I have to take a different approach Vardy's not going to do that for me so I'm going to bring Okazaki and Okazaki did that fantastically well so even though they conceded one goal and I feel it was a good goal I think Zaha forced the um, the issue with mm. going out wide and being the player that whipping in for Kabay. that's what being valued at 50 million does to you for well, you yeah, exactly right and potential to pay for Barcelona Madrid didn't <laughs> but um, no the way they approached the game was perfect and from that you just saw they're not going to lose this game mm. Because defensively, Crystal Palace are not good enough, and they will score goals at Leicester. Leicester will score goals at home, definitely, no doubt. So they they don't have to worry about that too much. Just the defensive aspect, and they did really well in the yeah. whole game. So they deserved it. The party used to wake up because you can't defend like that and then come and tell people I thought we did okay and then praise the other team. <laughs> you have to go on these players and say, "This is what you did wrong." They're big men. They will understand. They have to improve. Yeah. And. What, what was it I hear oh they're missing Scott Dan and I think was it James McArthur and they'll be okay that's that's not the only improvements you need Scott Dan can come back if it's the same bullshit then you're not going to improve I'm a moose having uh, a bit of criticism uh, going, going his way kind of silence those and uh, Fuchs that goal, surprising that was goal. a very good goal a very good goal, a very good goal. Um, on Musa, I think people in this country we're trying to get on him because they are oh, look at his stats, blah blah blah. From the you know, they do that kind of thing. Okay, stats from last why is he producing the goals and the system, blah blah. Different league needs time to adapt. Different league needs a bit of time to adapt, and the style of what his team played at Moscow is not what they play at Leicester, so it's different. But now you can see bit by bit he's starting to. My criticism earlier this season was him getting to positions where he could shoot, and mm. he was essentially cowarding out. He got into position this time and he hit into the back of the net. Confidence, I'm sure he'll be okay. And Fuchsko. Dave, apparently Dave, I don't know I don't really watch him that much I like him mm. I, watch his, I watch him more defensively than going forward but apparently um, it's a big thing for Leicester fans that he always takes long shots and always thought at some point when he scores it's going to be fantastic and to be fair Twas it was so yeah you know it wasn't fantastic what was that Swansea versus Watford finish nil no, no. nil I, I honestly don't have much to say about yeah. that game um, apart from Sigurdsson came close twice and that's about it honestly. that's about it honestly like, I don't I don't know they're both I don't know I mean Bob Just, Bradley does he have to worry about anything I don't think he has to worry I think if they perform the way they did in that game they'll be okay um, we keep hearing this they they, they they perform to a certain standard but they, they still get nothing they, they got one point but this is one go, point at home, at home against Watford yeah. who are fairly similar teams what, what I'd say is I think he's going to use October to December to analyse his squad the thing people don't realize about American coaches is that they try and do things quickly, and because he came prepared, you hear him talking this post-match conference. He was, yeah. he was talking about previous games, so he's been watching this team for a while, and he's analyzed what he doesn't like and what he does like and what they addressed and was better. So he said all that, and I was like, okay, so he's really ahead of the game in that in that aspect. He knows what he wants from the team. Key moment is January. I'm not expecting him to splash a lot of money, of course, but I mean... I mean, they don't have that much money. And, to and the thing is, also in January, teams don't want to sell players because... So you got to get him elite for a premium. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure he'll try and bring in one or two for his own... Um, Maybe a few Americans stand. as well, yeah. Maybe, Maybe a few from the MLS. Maybe. Never know. Yeah. Maybe but, a loan from, for uh, Dem- Dempsey. Yeah. But he's also managing like France and um, Sweden. Yeah, so you never know. He, yeah, he has links everywhere. Yeah, so... We'll see what he does, but um, I'm I'm gonna give him a ch- I'm giving him time, like you know. No, that's the thing. Yeah. We we can give them time. And Swansea are a team that's 
pretty much cemented themselves in the Premier League over the past five, seven, five, five, six years, now, five, yeah. six, seven years. So I don't worry for them, but you never know. With, with That's the thing because if you Premier don't League. perform and you lose games, you get relegated. I mean, they need to start picking up points, Pronto. especially at home, and very, very quickly. Otherwise, they're going to find themselves in yeah. trouble. By January, and yeah. nobody wants to come to a Doom team. Exactly, but let's give Bradley time. We're not absolutely. We're not, we're, we're not Chris Sutton over here. Yeah, no. So you know, why, um, why isn't Ryan Giggs given a job? Uh, well, he doesn't need an interview, does he? he has to walk in. <laughs> there <laughs> we yeah. go. West Ham one, Finally. Sunderland nil. Sunderland trash. David Moyster needs to be sacked and retire because he is true. <laughs> um, he was talking about offside. Was he talking the hardest? He was talking the hardest. Unfortunately, his stream didn't bang like that. Um, he was talking about offside for Reed's goal. He, the guy wasn't offside. When the guy that left, it was Caleri, he wasn't offside. When the ball was hit, he was onside. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, your team just didn't know what to do at the end of the day. The thing is, they, I think they saw Reed at the edge of the box and they just thought, no chance. No chance. And then whoever it was that just jumped in and stood to try and block a shot and then got dummied. This is what I'm talking about. The need to rush in isn't there. You're not making it. That's a you jump in like that for a recovery challenge. Sure, like what Valencia did with Firmino last week. You jump in like that to try and stretch to get the ball. At that moment in time, the guy has put the ball under control, but he's not done anything with it yet. Approach him, make him feel nervous. Instead, you made him have the easiest dummy hit in nuts time and space to find his spot and hit. It was easy, mm. and West Ham performed better much better than they have recently they, just, they needed that win big time it's, it's, they needed that sort of luck as well yeah 94th I mean, minute Jesus Christ it's, it's heart, heart on your sleeve right there yeah because I mean it's good winning away from home at Crystal Palace but again the issue is everyone's saying your new ground how are you going to it's not up to park or the bowling at the end of the day for me I can, I've said it before I've said it I'll say it again for me one or two games to get involved, used to the atmosphere from then on you should kick on simple as that if anything train in the ground look around get used to the surroundings because I don't think teams do that enough but play crowd music yeah I don't know that's what they did recently but no they, it was good. It was a good win for them they needed it big mm. time it's a confidence booster and now I think West Ham will start to get a few results in there it's good for them um, Sunderland um, I think Moyes needs to Defoe came out and said we have regressed under Moyes yeah and he came out and then also said I don't know how to put my finger in it I'm sure he does don't try and protect <laughs> your guy at the end of the oh, day geez. at the end of the day the team is poor the manager is abs- absolutely clueless is that just fact like he he did okay at Everton at a time where other managers were doing okay when they won't do they're not going to do okay now um you know, he went to Man United, had a poor job, went to Social Dad, didn't do anything well there at all. And the expectation was to escape relegation. You did that, and then you just went back into the same position. Of course, they're going to sack you because they want to progress. Mm. You didn't do that, and now you've come to this club. Especially with that Social Dad team. Exactly, and now you've come to this club, you've got two points out of a possible 27. No one is expecting you to get 27 out of 27. It's Sunderland, we know that. You face some teams that are much better than you, but at the end of the day, two points is shocking. You haven't won a game. That's very, very poor. And how much how much longer is this going to happen before they sack him I don't know but what I'm seeing right now is very very poor from David Moyes and this is why I've never been impressed by him because to me a manager that's been managing for that long and hasn't won anything it's it's not easy to win trophies but you have to win something Hmm. all the time you've managed to not win one trophy is poor 
I, I ripped McLaren to shreds. The man's been to a UEFA Cup final before. He can at least come with his chest and say that. <laughs> you haven't achieved anything for of merit for me to say, yeah. Champions League with uh Yeah, but they were Everton? Yeah, qualifiers. Qualifiers. And they got kicked out. There you go. So nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that was also a time when um and that's that's grit to the great um Sir Bobby Sir Bobby um Robson. Robson, yeah. Um I suppose say Bobby Charlton, you know. <laughs> my mind. Yes, um the great Sir Bobby Robson. He got them to uh, the top four and then they sacked him. Idiots. Um going to the top four. There was a period of time when <laughs> Mike Ashley. Yeah, you got a period of time when him, that club, and Everton were getting to the top four because apart from United, Chelsea, and Arsenal, when Chelsea got taken over, yeah. there was no other team of real strong yeah. quality producing quality football or moments, I guess, or winning games like that. So That was before the uh, Rafa surgeons. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rafa. Rafa. Renaissance. There you go. Okay, yeah, that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, Name of the podcast. I'm joking. Yeah. So you got. You got teams that full spot was open it was just to the team who was going to get the most points and Everton were getting the most points at that time mm. but like I said I don't believe in managers that were doing well back then or doing okay but not winning anything like Van Howe won everything with Barcelona and them lot when he got the job here I was like no because that's not, it's not now mm. and point proves in the pudding Moise is still a young essentially a young manager in the terms of the manager set, so he can stay into the game he can still stay in the game but, he needs a break but he needs a break he's or he needs, needs to rethink his, or he his needs, idea or he needs to just yeah or just catch up with the game because you're not doing anything right rethink your your strategy mm. your philosophy because if it's not working you've got two points and it hasn't worked for the past three jobs you have to change something how long has he got left it's Sunderland I don't know I'll give him until November to be honest do you think might, this time might be the time they I mean, actually go down I mean yeah if they've he been stay, flirting with it for, for if, I'd say five years if he stays yeah they, they, they're gone but I'm, by the way, I'm going to say in November because next week's November. And, you know, <laughs> it so, is, it is, it is. So, I mean, I expect him to be gone by November and I, I actually do expect him to bring um, Adidas back. Sadly. Um, if not, if they give him the job until January, February, then I think, they, I think they're out. I think they're gone. I think it'll be a bit too late. Bit too late. Too late to apologise, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, get to the uh, final game on Saturday: Liverpool versus West Bromwich Albion, two-one. Deserved. 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 Yeah. Um, Carrius is a shambles. I'm gonna. What was that, sir? Carrius is a shambles. Ah, <laughs> yeah. The one thing I couldn't get over was his attempt to. So- and don't get me wrong, McCauley's goal. He was not gonna. Sa- he was not gonna get that. He was not gonna save that because McCauley's by himself. He had his other West Brom players next to him in that scenario. And he was going to go hit the other corner because Karius wasn't there. Mm. But it's essentially the way he jumped at the player. No, he didn't jump. He jumped into his own Liverpool player. That's that's what got me sh- like dumb. Fa- no, no, flabbergasted. Is the flabbergasted. Word I mean. There you go. Like he jumps almost like a kangaroo, <laughs> but tries to also spread himself out like a, a starfish. Mm-hmm. So like, he just looks weird. But the guy's been shaky for a long time and. He's not for me. He's not an improvement on Mignolet. So, if I don't know, that yeah. being said, Liverpool deserve to win. Two great goals from Mane's goal was brilliant. Coutinho was given far too much space, far too much space and time to finish that. Yeah. That being said, this is what it is for me for Liverpool because I didn't. I, I think because the game was so poor last weekend mm. or last Monday that we tried. We just didn't really talk about it as much. This is my problem with Liverpool, and it's been a problem for a number of years now. So I hope people listening don't think I'm just trying to get on them now because of da da da. The complaint I heard 
Monday and Tuesday was the team they played against just sat back and did nothing. My issue with Liverpool is this, and it, it, we go back to Brendan Rodgers, we'll go back to Hodgson. Liverpool have never not had... Benitez. Not Benitez. Not Benitez as such, because <laughs> they were successful under him. Mm. Or to a level anyway. No, I don't no, know, they no. were successful Champions, no, League, no, Champions no. League winners, isn't it? Champions yeah, exactly. Um, they don't have another way of playing. Um, we'll go back to when Chelsea beat them 2-0, when um, Gerrard slipped and then Torres managed to assist whoever he assisted for the next goal. William. William, that's it. Yeah. You love going back to that moment. No, but yeah, well, yeah, the slip, of course. But it's the point of, you know, for a number of years now, we've talked about Liverpool being very good going forward. And you had obviously you had Suarez, mm. and now you've got Mane, um, Firmino, Coutinho, Sturridge, if he, I guess, plays now, and so on. These teams will come back and they'll sit against you. Rather than complain about the fact that a team's defensive against you, why not change up the option? Because if you continue to play the same way, the team will defend the same way against you and it'll be set or comfortable for them. Mm. Um, the, we're hearing the hey, I saved me night. I will say it time and time again. Coutinho loves to hit long range shots. He was prepared for it. Um, the only save that I thought was significant for me was the one from Chan. But then again, it looked like it was, com- it was comfortable saving that because Chan could only hit it one way. Yeah. Only if you hit it f- way farther into the post, that's the only way it's going in. If not, it's a save. So I don't even rate that save highly. And you complain about that. Your defense was caught sleeping when Zlatan messed up that header. If he gets that on target, that's a goal. Because mm. again, Carrius didn't even d- jump to that properly. He looks a mess. If you don't come with a different approach, you're not going to find a different way to win the game. You can't play the same way over and over and over. And then a team goes defensively against you, you can't break them down. You just complain about it. I'll criticize any team about that. Same thing I was criticizing Man United for under Van Hal. You're playing one way, and then as soon as you bring on Fellaini, you forget the other way you're playing and you just keep looping long balls to him. Of course the teams are going to have to defend that. Same thing with Moyes. Against Fulham, we, kept, we whipped him 81 crosses. Some teams don't cross 81 times in the season. Let's focus back on Liverpool. No, no, but no, I'm focusing on Liverpool, but I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm saying the criticism is fair on everyone. It's turning to a rant. It's, it's like Arsenal as well. Sometimes I'll say, oh, the criticism of them for a long time was 90th minute, they need a goal. Yeah. Pass, 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 pass. When are you going to penetrate? And if you're going to continue to play the game you're playing and you're not finding a success, you need to find a way to change it. Mm. And if you're going to do what you did with Rodgers under Klopp, I will have every confidence to keep saying, yeah, you're doing well, but you're going to finish sixth because you keep doing the same thing over and over. Where is the progression? Where is the, okay, we're playing this way, it's not working, change it up. That being said, you haven't got maybe the players to maybe start doing crosses for headers and all that. But you've got the brains in the team to change the way you play and attack them in a different way. Mm. You can't keep depending on Coutinho to maybe hit a long range shot or hit um, expose the defense at that moment and we win the ball back early and then counter. It doesn't always work like that, and that's the issue they had against United because they couldn't do that. Now against West Brom, West Brom were a bit more open, but even if attack back defensively, they're not that great defensively. You'll cut them open at some point. You'll score. You did that twice. But if you don't try and find a different way to win, other teams are going to look at that and say, well, then I know what to do against you. Mm. And they'll get a point or they might even beat you. So they've very they've done very well this season, um, Liverpool, and they've been great so far. They're in the title race, fact. But at some point, if they continue like this and teams find a way to defend that, they'll be found out and it's going to be the same old story from before. So great so far, but pick it up. 
You know, you, you can't you can't be the same. Michael. What's the definition of insanity? There you go. You had to be that. Had to be that. Let's go to Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Manchester City 1. Southampton 1. Nathaniel Redmond. Boy. You, 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 you want to explain the grid of my face? Because you, you know, yeah, you know yeah. why, why I'm smiling? Because I'm right. Yeah, because you're right. I've been right, right yeah. for quite yeah, a while now. Right, yeah. 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 John Stones likes passing it back. And well. And missing his target. Well. Finds Redmond. Because Bravo was kind of sleeping, but yeah. that's a poor back pass it in was general. A poor back pass, yeah. He he nicks in, gets the goal. Now, I could sit here and criticize Phil. Um, so I say Phil Jones, but the same person really in it. Christ, um, John Stones all day. John Stones, but it was clearly Bravo's fault, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, no, KDB. Sorry, sorry, so it was KDB's. KDB, fault, you know, no, for passing it back to him, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. Claudio Bravo shouldn't have given it to KDB. I know, but the KDB. He was under pressure. He was under pressure. Poor John Stones. He didn't know what to do with that yeah. ball. My God, man! Flipping us like this thing. Soonest was getting at Bravo and then saying he shouldn't have thrown the ball at KDB, and then he was getting at KDB saying you had enough time to turn and play the. At the end of the day, the ball was thrown out. That happened. He played the ball back to John Stones. That happened. John Stones had enough time to think on his feet. He's a fifty million pound player. I don't let. I don't sit back and say because you're not fifty million, you have to play to a certain level because that's what the team plays for you and pays for you. But at the end of the day. If you're playing that high level, you're signed for a reason. And if you can't think with the ball within five seconds as to what, you, what you're going to do and you play a passer like that, you deserve the criticism you get. Because I've said it time and time again, I sat here and I'd say, you know, positioning is poor, but he believes in his pace and he can get back and make a challenge. That's good. But at the same time, he has to improve his positioning. But his main game is um, being good on the ball and he can pass. You've, your team is starting to fail to do that now. And... The whole thing about that is not only him at City right now going forward they look clueless and what it is is that the fullbacks are not dropping into the middle as much because the teams know how to defend against that now. Mm-hmm. At some point they're going to find you. Um, Pep said you know I've won 27, 23, 21 trophies, 21 trophies in 7 yeah. years so you know sorry. To his credit he's, he's freaking right. <laughs> but in this league the difference between the German league and the Spanish league is that the and the Premier League not only the press, but teams in those leagues don't tend to like to sit back. They like to let their technical ability show. Not every team sits yes. back. Not every team sits back against Barcelona. Like for example, Barcelona haven't been Celta Vigo away two times in a row this season because um, it's like if you sit back against Barca, all you're going to do at some point is get exposed because they've got the best three players going forward right now. Whereas Celta Vigo will look at that and say defensively they're not great and they don't defend the way they did under Pep under Luis Enrique they can be front, they can cut open so in this league teams here have no problem sitting back because those because the, everyone rates Pep so highly a manager will sit back and say well you know if they're going to talk about Pep and the way they attack break why not just yeah break me down or why not just stop the way they play and then if we get criticised for it and then we got a point exactly. That's what was happening. Southampton didn't even completely sit back, but they defended the right way. And they, I know they conceded later on, but they Uncle were. Uncle Kalechi. Uncle Kalechi. But at the end of the day, they were comfortable in getting that point. Mm. City, apart from the offside goal, which it was offside mm. for um, Aguero, because he jumped yeah, for yeah, the yeah, ball. Yeah. So he was, interfa- he was interacting with the play, so that's fair. Apart from that and the goal, they didn't really do anything for me to say they were close to, you know. Yeah. Like, KDB doesn't look that injury 
maybe play playing a more of a mental uh, has has more of a mental impact on it than we first thought because he hasn't been the same player as he was before the injury. Aguero hasn't scored in five games. He's been dropped as well, especially for big nights in Champions League. That's going to affect on you mentally. Yeah, Sterling isn't getting to the same uh, space or been given the the same because, space that he because people he people know who people know the, who the main orchestrators of the team are. Yeah, Fernandinho doesn't do much, so the, the players don't focus on him anymore because his essential role is just to sit back. Mm. He's filling more of the Ramirez role at Chelsea, where he yeah. he can be fast and he can get into the box, but his main role is just obviously chill. obviously defend and just, yeah. just chill because and add what you can. Yeah. Because the fullbacks will cut in, so he yeah. just sits back with the free, and then they're comfortable defensively mm. because they've got bodies. By the end of the day, in this league, the players try and find you. This goes back to another find another way to play. A lot of managers not doing this; they're not doing it these days. It's, it's happened for a long time. This is not just like a recent thing. Managers are very very stubborn, and they feel their way is the only way to play. But if you don't approach it a different way, I mean, talk about Arsenal Invincibles. Mm. When they weren't going to win the game and they, they just about got a draw, they found a different way to get that draw. Mm. When Man United were winning games 1 0, they were just about getting that 1 0 because they were getting peppered, but they found a different way to win the game and they did. When Mourinho was winning these at Chelsea, when they were winning 1 0 those seasons, they were getting peppered, they Here's were struggling, the and they scored goals. Here's the thing, you're talking about history here. No, so, no, 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 no. Okay. Let me finish. Okay. Talk about history here. Here's, here's the problem with history that. It's a completely different game now. No, there are big yeah. teams, big uh, big egos, and big money. So, the idea that their system is going to work and, and it's going to win them trophies is always going to play a factor into it. it and, they, and they don't, and they just are they just too reluctant to change because they, of their ego. They are reluctant because I mean Pep. Can, I mean Pep said obviously he said it. He said it like you know I've won trophy after yeah, trophy after trophy. So why should I feel that I didn't change my style? Yeah. But you've played in two different leagues. And I rate the Spanish league over the English league. That's not me trying to say now you're here, you're a better league. I don't think you are, but you're a league where the tactical approach is different. Yeah. And I know it's history, but at the same time, it goes for any manager. If your team's playing one way and it's not working, you need to find the other solution. I hate what I hate Tony Pulis. He's trying to play a different style of football that he usually used to. But when his West Brom team needed a point, he'll whip the ball into Rondon and Rondon will head into the back <laughs> of the net. Yeah. Because they need to get a point. Mm. At the end of the day, as a manager, you just have to look. And I, I'm not in any position to rip Pep because I'm a young coach. I'm not anywhere near his level. And he's won 21 trophies in seven years. I'll say it and say it again. He's done it. But at the same time, watching the game, seeing what's going on, seeing that your team's not working, surely as your manager, you have to say, if this isn't working, mm. what am I going to do to change it? It's being a city, though, as well. They've got fairly samey same players. So in... in in every position, uh, I say the only different makers, difference makers in in their team, are Fernando, who's more of a brute in the uh, defensive art, even though he's a pretty shitty brute, and Yaya Company and Yaya Torre, who have their style to change up. Company's always injured. Fernando, yeah. like I said before, isn't good enough. Yaya Torre, that's never going to happen because I don't. I honestly, I think he's pissed off Yaya Torre. Beyond, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's not going to play a game under him. Yeah, no. I think what it is for me is what I think. I, I looked at the mid because I looked at the, the lineup in the midfield, and it was Sane, Sterling on the wings, mm. Gundogan, same, same players. Yeah, Gundogan, Silva, same players, and Fernandinho. I don't agree with having two defensive players in the team, whether you're home or away. I don't even care about that's the whole thing. I just don't agree with it. That being said, 
Gundogan should be playing the box to box role. I don't think he's doing that well enough. I don't think he has the legs for it. All the because of injuries, yeah, because yeah. of injuries. But if you do that, because Silva is a central midfielder, you want him to play a certain he's style. Oh, but I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, like he's playing. You're playing a different style. But at the end of the day, the guy playing centre midfield, that's not his role. And he's never played that role. So what are you going to do to change it up? Because now teams are, like I said, teams are now looking at you and saying, well, if you're going to play like this, we know how to stop it. Southampton are going to come from, was it, yeah, Southampton, they're going to come away from this game thinking we could have won that. Yeah. They could have. So, again, I just think he has to find a way to change the team style when they're in that situation. Because if you continue to stay in that situation, I don't think you're going to win games as well as you should anyway. Yep. Maybe not. Uh, they may not walk the league as everybody thought previously. A team that I don't think will win the league anytime soon is Manchester United. It's your team. Boy. Because they got what? We got absolutely slapped. 4 0. The thing is, what do I even say? Because this, this is actually not. This is what I'm going to say. Say it, son. So, the defensive mistakes in the words of Mourinho, and I think he said it correctly, were incredible. <laughs> like, what you saw, he was like, you know, we had a chance to go one up and it was 1 0. We had a chance to make it 1 1. It was 2 0. We had a chance to make it 3 1. No, 2 1. It was 3 0 and so on. And the reason why they were so incredible is because the players lost their whole lack of defensive capabilities. I don't want to pick on one player, but I have to. Chris Smalling was shocking. Absolutely shocking. And that's the reason I compared him to Gary Cahill because these are two defenders that I don't feel do the job correctly in defensive positions. Every missed goal was his mistake. And the sad thing for me now as a United fan is that I see Bailly is now probably out for the season. Yeah, hints that he's done uh, crucial ligament, crucial ligament yeah. damage, yeah. And I see that, I'm like, okay, so what? Do I play him and Bailly? This is um, um, him and Blind, Smalling and Blind. This is my issue with Smalling. Hazard's goal, right? That gap that he managed to run through should not have been there in the first place. People were saying Blind and Smalling were too narrow, but they shouldn't have been there. Blind was exactly where he should have been. Smalling didn't need to be there because you don't need two players or one player when you've got two players coming from other side either side is not marked Smalling should be covering that gap because if they've gone past in midfield you need to make sure that every gap is covered for you so then having such a big gap between you and Valencia is criminal because then you rush in and when you rushed in you completely missed Hazard and he put it away and there's only so much the hair can do I know he makes some great saves but he's not going to save that I mean for the first goal I don't know Hazard one but go back to the first goal did he need to rush out? The only reason I felt he rushed out was because when the ball was played back, it looked like Smalling was in control of the situation. Him and Blind were running back and then Blind started to drift away from the ball thinking, okay, Smalling's going to take control of this. Mm. And, you know, and I think Smalling then looked up and saw the hair was a bit advanced, but the hair wasn't sprinting at that moment. He moved and he stopped. Then he saw Smalling move and so he's like, okay, well, if you're moving away from the ball, I have to do something. So then he had to run, but it was too little too late because mm. Pedro was really going to get there. The communication was poor, but as the cap, the the senior thing is, as a goalkeeper, when I say you should take control, it's when it's in the box, because or when the ball's being crossed in from any other area, because that's for you to command. If you know you're gonna get there, or you think you can get there, shout, it's mine. Go and get it. Go and grab it. Punch it away. Whatever you need to do. But in that position, as a defender, and you see your goalkeeper's a bit unsure, you should say to your other defender, "I've got this. Move away. You stay where you are." He didn't do that. He went to it. 
then moved away created that confusion go mm. and I mean to be honest you shouldn't be in that position anyway because it's 30 seconds into the game you shouldn't be conceding 30 seconds in general so that's it's a simple ball over the top as yeah. well so that falls on the whole team in my opinion by the end mm. of the day you can't make those mistakes because they're so simple and they're so basic it's all about commanding you're the captain you're the, supposed to be the leader of the defence sort it out you didn't do that your nemesis got negotiated as well from another calamitous uh, defensive moment in the corner. corner. Your nemesis, me. Oh yeah, well, well. <laughs> that's Gary another, Cahill we're that's talking about. So the, the, it had a little deflection of um, Herrera, and it fell into his path. Mm-hmm. My issue again with Smalling is the ball hasn't been cleared. No, honestly, the ball hasn't been cleared. Why are you moving forward? Yeah, there's no need to take a step because there's a player in front of you, and the ball is going to hit him. So you don't need to make that move. And because you made that move, you left that gap open and Gary Kell was just there thinking, rah, okay, the ball comes to me, I'm going to hit it. Mm. And I'll praise him on this. In the box, trying to score goals, he's damn good. <laughs> yes. He knows how to score yeah. goals. Yeah, he does. So he saw that and he struck it well enough and he went into the back of the net. You, you have to analyse your position. You have to look and say, okay, what am I doing? And you see the ball's moving towards Herrera. Herrera's ready. But he didn't control it. I think he tried to control it and it sort of just hit him. Yeah. And you've moved forward. In no instance should you have moved forward in any case. Because the only time you move forward is when the ball is gone. And the ball wasn't gone in any sense. So why the hell are you moving forward? I don't want to pick on one player, but... Wow. Wow. Did Another you... thing. Yeah, okay. Marwan freaking Fellaini. The genius. If you want to call him that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm even lost for words because I'm, I'm running out of words you just he, he lacks a footballing brain there's Some only might say brain there's only or all that there's only one person that I've ever said that lacks a footballing brain and that's Theo Walcott <laughs> so when I say that you have to know it's deep yeah you are in the midfield with Pogba and Herrera Pogba pin number 10 where I think he shouldn't be in the first place anyway Herrera then is confused about his role because you keep moving back and forth you need to essentially do that and it falls on both of them because you need to communicate and say I'm going to do this job you're going to do that job they both went missing but Pop, but Fellaini just he defies logic he just moves away completely from where he needs to be and then at some moments, I saw him further than even Zlatan, who needs to stop dropping back, by the way. And also, I feel needs to be dropped, by the way. I've said this for quite a while now, I still feel needs to be dropped. Hashtag liability for my podcast. Oh, Go yeah, yeah. You move him forward. No, you move way ahead of him and Pogba, because if Zlatan is not going to stay forward, the next person should be Pogba or one of the two wide men. You have no right being there. Why are you chasing balls there? Because who's going to replace you? Because Pogba's been told you're number 10. Stay there. Now, technically, he should think, okay, if you're there, I need to move back. But he didn't do that. But you shouldn't even be that further forward in the first place. And then, sometimes he'd be on the left, on the right, and he's just like, you're in places where you don't need to be. And another thing with the players is that when they see him there, they feel like they just need to cross the ball to him, and they don't need to do that. Why are you doing that? You've got players in there that are good mm. on the in the air. You've got mm. Pogba there, you've got... Um, Zlatan there Smalling's even decent in the air use those players you keep whipping the ball to the same person and they'll look at it and Chelsea will think 
because Chelsea have not been great defensively this season and they were looking at thinking this is easy because mm. people were like oh you know Man United were still creating chances they weren't creating chances they were getting there they weren't doing anything with it yeah where are you going um, Zlatan just needs to get dropped because he's offering nothing he's offering nothing on the pitch he's missing golden opportunities simple chances really simple chances ever since the day against City he's been missing basic chances I'm going to mm. be honest he keeps dropping way too back and the sad thing about it is Rashford keeps dropping back because Mourinho will tell his wide men he told the same thing to Hazard I want you to drop back and when it's time to go forward he's not anywhere to be found because he's not there will Mourinho have the guts no not guts maybe not guts but will he drop Zlatan will he, will he show logic in dropping Zlatan and trying and trying a new y- youthful so. that's the thing front three of Depay the or question, Memphis the question, Rashford and the question, was, the question that was asked to me was so if you drop him who are you playing up front because obviously people don't want to see Rooney there I mean Rashford even though Rooney did well against Fenerbahce but what it is for me is Rashford or Martial me personally I put Martial there same here because what actually I was, no I wouldn't you say your point and I'll say mine uh, fair enough okay what, what, what it was for me was that I think Martial has the ethic the work ethic to um do what I was talking about the defensive capabilities not to the, the extent of Okazaki because I don't think he'll drop that far back mm. but he'll still make it comfortable where the midfielders are like okay I know what to do in my position now and I don't feel Pogba should ever play number 10 because he's never he's not a number t- I don't think people understand he's not he's actually not a number 10 Is one yes he's not a number 10 I agree with that two this is not me actually, I'm not playing devil's effort I'm, this is me okay when you lord such a price tag as that, eighty nine right. million is no joke. It's not just it's, it's yeah. more than Ronaldo. Yeah, Bell. It's, it's most more expensive. than the most expensive player yeah. in the world. Yeah, you bring on yourself a bunch of expectations, and unfortunately, he's not been delivering. Yeah, so he so scores. He scores here and there. He scores against um, who who did he score against Premier League? Um, oh, I can't remember. Leicester. He scored against Leicester. Okay, scored from a header, not not the greatest goal. Scored against Fenerbahce, minnows, I'd say. But in terms of the play, in terms in terms of build build up, no. In terms of scoring, yeah. no. In terms of assists, no. What? He's not he's not doing anything. Let me let me, let me finish. No, no no no, you're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna back you. But okay, go on go on. Okay, just let me finish, Michael. Yeah, all right. Sorry, sorry. Let me finish, Sway. Sorry. You don't have the answers. Don't have the answer, Sway. No no no. And yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. But no, um, he doesn't have the added benefit anymore of having Pirlo and um, Marquisio yeah. backing him up. Yeah, he's the main guy now, and with that, you need to start adding more to your game Absolutely. than darting run, runs and and uh, parading runs through the middle of the pitch. See, the thing is, what I think his problem is, and I think Mourinho said it well. Mourinho said the way he plays in Italy is different to here because of the time he's afforded on the ball mm. that's how he's been able to I guess try and dictate the tempo of the games there and you saw that against Fenerbahce because Fenerbahce was very comfortable everyone was comfortable in that yeah. game but he was very very comfortable and able to express himself on the pitch I think he tries to get a, a lot more time than he's afforded on the ball in this league because the players are a bit more quicker to approach you and I don't think he knows what to do in that scenario mm. And also, you're an 89 million pound player. You're supposed to be the best player on the pitch. 
players are not going to give you that tangible yeah. because we've seen it he's being surrounded by three four players and maybe he doesn't need that players around him but they're going to do it mm. because they're like we're going to close you out if you're supposed to be the man prove it beat all of us and you're not doing it I'm trying to give him time just because just like anyone I would if you come from a different league it's a different style and you come to a, a, a different league where your style isn't doesn't look like it could simply just start in the Premier League straight away I try and give it time same thing as Slimani Slimani hasn't he scored I think one or two in the Premier League he scored two in one game and he hasn't done more than that in the league so far but time mm. because in Europe he's done very well he's going to be more of a, bo- a, a um, box striker so yeah. he's, he's going to score mostly from head exactly but he's done well in Europe compared to in terms of overall performances absolutely, absolutely. so I try to give it time that being said the excuse people are giving him isn't right he's not a number 10 he's not supposed to be playing forward where he was playing was correct it's the uh, companion he has that will work with him and Fellaini is not that companion yeah, yeah. I used to say Schneidlin I don't see Schneidlin on the pitch so I don't even know but if not if not that Carrick Honestly, or Herrera or Schweinsteiger or Schweinsteiger Schweinsteiger but Marino I mean they've already done he's alienated him already done that he's released him hasn't he essentially he's training with the club Yeah. but what they've done is they've paid off the buyout of yeah. whatever so he can go into free to whoever he wants to I say Carrick or Herrera because Carrick will let you have freedom. That's what Carrick's role was when he ever started from United under anyone. He sits back, he cuts out passes, interceptions and all that, and then he just plays it across, he plays a ping, whatever he can do to let the team go forward. Um, Herrera will win challenges, play the ball, and then move forward only when need be because he can assess the game in that way. He's good at that. Mm. Fellaini was everywhere where he did not need to be he's the Boris Johnson of Manchester United oh boy I'll call him worse <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's everywhere he doesn't need to be and that essentially confuses people because if Pogba then sees the guy that's supposed to be sitting behind him moving forward he's like well then what do I do Herrera sees that like okay now you've left him behind and this guy's not coming back to help me what am I supposed to do mm. it confuses it creates confusion that's why you need essentially a player that's going to be there but I think Mourinho's problem is Mourinho um, sorry Mourinho likes to obsess with power in big games and I don't feel that's necessary I feel sometimes you just have to play the game the right way of your team and if that's better technically it is because he was talking about Wayne Rooney obviously Wayne Rooney didn't make it because he was injured, he's injured and he was saying you know if I drop him in front for the better, for the better team it hurts him it hurts me because I know how he can play and when he played against Fenerbahce he played well Injured in that game as well. He injured, but he probably, he hid it because he he that's probably the first time in a long time he was playing the game and thought, wow, I'm feeling confident. Yeah. And he was playing well. He played very well in that game. But if you're going to do that, those things for the benefit of the team, you have to look at that midfield and say, who has been a detriment? And the detriment is Fellaini. Whether people like it or not, I don't feel he's earned his spot because he did okay in a few games last season. But for me he's not the guy that's going to ne- let's go to the next level we're talking mm. about a new era and a new manager again <laughs> change it up look at Chelsea Chelsea have been poor but they won 4-0 Conte was under pressure from the press not even from the squad from the press he said okay watch me do my work now they've won two games on the trot and they destroyed Man United everyone's looking f- happy on the pitch like it's all about and he, he's playing his style more than anything now he's changed three at the back so you know what you're playing my game now look at them maybe he was just doing his training pitch the whole time and then making them feel comfortable on the pitch see what they can do and then implement his style his style's not working why don't you do the same thing because in Madrid you play defensive you play Pepe defensive but the person sitting next to him was technical why can't you do that with Man United so 
just change it up because otherwise it's going to be another season of finishing fifth yeah. and you got a lot of teams that are challenging for top four and if you don't perform they will perform yeah. and they'll get those spots and one will win the league and you'll be languishing here's the thing you just mentioned Chelsea slightly there let's mention because let's mention them because they yeah, were yeah. very very good they were very alert good. they were active they yeah, were absolutely on it from the from minute one and they got their goal absolutely. at minute one so now you see that they're playing they're playing Conte's style yeah are they going to be challengers for the Premier League or I think they are okay because the thing is when people are saying they're out you know for out have me screaming it's only October mm-hmm. and they've won this game City drop points Tottenham drop points Arsenal drop points they're not far from Liverpool mm. they're not far from anyone so essentially they're looking at that and saying you teams still have to play each other and you have to play us and if we can beat you and you guys got trouble because you're going to drop points against them it's either going to be a draw once you're going to lose when a City play Arsenal or yeah. Arsenal play Liverpool or whoever and so forth we take advantage of that situation we're in the race and they've got a good team they've got, and going forward they're still good it's like people forget Hazard and Costa and are there so I do feel they're in the title race and I do feel they can actually win it that's why I said earlier when the, I think I feel the title is going to a team in London because they're the teams that are convincing me so far I know it's only October I've screamed that so it could be a bit hypocritical for me to say yeah it's October so why are you predicting the league title now but at the same time the way teams are playing and the way Mal teams are being found out and managers are not changing their style these guys can look at it and say if we can find different ways to win games and we can win we can do it because Tottenham drew their game they haven't lost mm. they're finding ways they're now learning not how not to lose that's the one thing they didn't have before they're learning how not to lose now and that's good Arsenal a blip against Middlesbrough but they've been in great form they could just go and win the next game when Arsenal blow you away they literally blow you away they slap May United 3 no slap Chelsea 3 no um, Chelsea just obviously did this even Liverpool they've been slapping a few people this season so yeah. you know you've got to change up but then City could obviously pick up and then kill everybody don't know top bins Michael what bins top bins yeah, yeah. who wins it this week Shakiri. Of course he does. I was going to give it to Fuchs, yeah. Fuchs! Because um, I was watching match of the day and I saw his goal. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah match, you got it. And then people talking about Shakiri. I was like, oh, yeah, I ain't seen this yet. And I saw it and I was like, yeah, yeah, sorry, Fuchs. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Not, not, the, not the defender? No, no. Come on. I can't. I can't you can't. can't. That, that, that was stupid. That goal was stupid. <laughs> it's the first one, yeah. First one, of course. Let's get to match day 10. Let's do it. 29th of October, of course. Those These are the games as follows. Sunderland Arsenal. Arsenal 3 0. Manchester United, Burnley. 2 0 United. Middlesbrough, Bournemouth. Middlesbrough, Bournemouth. Yep. 1 uh, 1. Tottenham, Leicester. Big game. Ooh, um, what time is that kicking off, by the way? Is it there? 3 o'clock. Oh, damn it. I thought it was going to be an early one. Okay. Uh, I think Tottenham will just about win it. I'll say Tottenham three two. Surprising, that's not a top. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big game. That's a big game. That's the top. Be, that's that should be twelve. Oh, I was about to say top two. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Um, Watford Hull. You know, I'm gonna try and do what I do. Burnley Hull two one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that one. West Brom Manchester City. Put money on it that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah well, um, West Brom Man City. Yep. I think Man City will sneak it two one. Crystal Palace, Liverpool. 1 1, you know. <laughs> 1 1, you know. I don't know why, but I think it's going to be 1 1. Sunday, we Everton, West Ham. West Ham 2 1. Southampton, Chelsea. 
Ooh, ooh, that's a game. You know what? I'm going to go for a home win. Uh, two, three, one. Oh, I don't know why. Mm. I feel Chelsea will. I in my head, I'm thinking Chelsea will win this. Mm. But also, something's telling me I think Southampton will get a win. Yeah. And the Monday game that everybody's talking about, Stoke Swansea. That's a Monday. Game. That's a Monday game. Stoke Swansea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Stoke will win that. No, 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 no. Swansea are gonna win that. Um, because typical Stoke. <laughs> um, I got one nil Swansea. One nil Swansea. Michael, where can they find us? You can find us on um, iTunes, Free Midfield, SoundCloud, Free Midfield, and Twitter, Free in Midfield or Free Eye Midfield. You know, if you go for the handle. Um, and also a shout out to everyone we met at um, BT Sports Arena today for mm-hmm. the the. Diversity D word to mm-hmm. conference, really insightful stuff. Learn a bit, and some great personalities met and um, contacted me. Really well, so. Exactly. Watch this space, ladies and gentlemen. This has been another episode of the Podcast. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>